Hello, 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 and welcome back to Easy Monday Motivations with your boy E of Scotch with E and my man CT of Core Inclusive Living. What's up, CT? How you doing, my man? Hey, what's up, E? How you feeling? How you feeling, man? I'm pretty good, man. I mean, you know, we're we're at a we're at a historic day that I think we're gonna take some time to talk about, but like, you know, we it's good. You know, it's Monday. We done had the weekend. We done, you know, we back to getting it in. And you know our you know our motto every day hey. is Friday. Friday. So yeah, we treat every day with the utmost respect and love. So we're just happy to be able to come and meet up with you fine folks on this wonderful Monday and give you some motivation. Uh, let's go ahead and do our normal roundabout. CT, how was your week, man? You know, it was, I'm checking in. It was good. How, how you been? I mean, I know last, I know last week you were shooting in Cabo and like to come back and have to doll it down a little bit and just be in the regular old Ohio. I know that isn't as fun, but like, what's going on? How, you know, how was the trip and what's going on with you, brother? Listen, I ain't gonna lie. I, like, I wanted to change the hashtag to every day is Cabo. Like, that joke was amazing. Oh, yeah, no, in, in real talk, we had an amazing time. Um, 15 other couples. We don't traditionally travel that way, but it was really, really cool to see all yeah. the love and the fellowship. Um, we were at an all inclusive show. The service was um, spectacular. And like y'all maybe saw from the video last week, if you want to see what it looked like, go back to the beginning of last week's episode and check out the view that uh, my wife and I had. It was absolutely spectacular. So I'm bringing that energy into today. Um, I got to be, as they say, honest, like I'm not Mm -hmm. all the time, Mm -hmm. but it's like I I would rather be there than here, but I'd rather be there talking to you on here if I really have my choice. So, you know. All right, all right. Okay. How about you, man? I'm I'm good, man. You know, uh, I had a great weekend. Um, uh, this weekend, um, I was, I was not hindered from doing any of the things that I chose to do. As as we know, that Eric doesn't have many obstacles, um, in his way. But I did get to have a lot of fun playing around. Uh, so my the my homeboy Rome the chef, uh, as well as our engineer, uh, technician, and technical guy, uh, Cam. Shout uh, out to Cam. His, yeah, shout out to the homeboy Cam. Uh, they came through, and we got to do some fun, uh, you know, some fun cooking. So some stuff that we was prepping for our Wednesday show, the food talk that, which is the food cast. So we got to do that. Um, and then Saturday, I had a, a really fun time with a friend. We, she, you know, she invited me out to the Bud Dairy, uh, little food hall. So I got to do a little walking around and checking out the stuff of the food dairy, uh, but dairy food hall. And then, uh, it was really interesting because like, she asked for me to critique uh, a speech that she was working on. So I got to do that and give her feedback. That was really fun. Cool. You know, when you got, you got wonderful collegiate friends that, you know, want to hear your perspective, it makes you feel some type of way. Cause I'm like, I'm a dummy sometimes. So, and I can respect the fact that you may not want my opinion, but when someone does, I give them like my whole, attention and really you know exercise all the brain power so yeah i did that um nah, nah, nah. i'm disappointed yeah i know because i know oh, where you're going but let me, let me keep going so sunday uh i went yeah. to the movies i went and saw gran turismo it was a wonderful movie i definitely yeah. love i definitely recommend it um okay. you may yeah. not be it, it's not so much about the video game as as much about the story of the actual young man who 
uh, competed in a Nissan uh, Gran Turismo competition and actually got to drive real cars and became a championship racer. Okay. So it was a wonderful story. Uh, okay. That and Strays, uh, which is about dogs, but it was off the chain. So, yeah, ain't nothing hindered me from doing what I wanted to do. Yeah, but you still ain't talked about what the people look for. Every time we, every time we get on here on Mondays, the it was a tough. Know. It was people a tough week. It was a tough weekend for the tank. Okay, y'all. It was a it was a tough weekend for the tank. Okay, so I made some modifications to the tank recently, right? And I added some more fish just to kind of try to see if I was at max capacity. And um, you know, the other day I, you know, I saw one of my fish on some flounder type stuff. He was just like, like really loosey goosey. I whenever they get like real lethargic, I'm like, dang man, I know this fish about to die. There's nothing I can do. Like I can't put him in another tank or anything. So, you know, I, I I watched the fish, you know, go through his paces, and then earlier today, you know, he was floating. So, you know, I had to had to flush him, and so. It was pretty sad. You know, the tank was sad this week because, you know, whenever there's a whenever I lose a fish baby, um, I, you know, I, I get a little sad because yeah. uh, I don't want that to happen. You know what I'm saying? I really want them to have full, uh, healthy lives. And, you know, one of my one of my babies didn't make it. So I'm I'm really sad, but it's OK because I have now committed to a new idea. I'm going to get another tank and I'm going to I'm going to move my uh, more aggressive fish away. And have a more docile tank and a more aggressive tank and just separate the two. And hopefully that'll work out. So I don't have any more uh, wonderful, wonderful little surprises of dead fish in the morning. Well, listen, I I want to let you know that I'm sorry that you lost your fish. But it, it ties closely into um, today in our conversation and how we want to think about and have a conversation today about what loss feels like. And uh, what twenty plus years ago, uh, yeah. our country experienced a significant loss on nine eleven, yeah. and yeah. we want to take just a quick moment of silence um, to honor those that were lost during that day. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, uh, CT, for bringing that up, because it is. It's very important. Today is a a historic day for our country. It was it's something that we have had the some of us have had the privilege of actually living through it and not be something that we're being reminded of. Mm-hmm. Um, and the question I kind of want to ask when we think about 9-11 is, first and foremost, like, where were you when it happened and how did you change? Once you knew what happened and, and, and knew, you know, knew, how did you change when you knew the, the more concrete details of what happened? Yeah. I, you know, I think everybody, whether you were in New York or, or like me was in Columbus, Ohio was at work. I got a, I got a text from my sister who said, Hey, a plane just flew into a um, one of the buildings in New York. I'm like, you know, it didn't mean anything at the time. And she yeah. thought in what was being reported at the time was it was a small plane. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and we came to find out there was a number of us. I was at a recruiting firm at the time. They pulled a TV into one of the conference rooms. They turned it on and um, it became incredibly clear that what my sister had first learned was not 
what was really going on. Yeah. And, um, I honored that organization. And um, once the, the first true acknowledgement of what happened with the first tower and what type of plane hit it, then the second plane hit, we all mm -hmm. sat there and watched it happen. I was in a room full of colleagues and we were in like we were bewildered. Like we didn't know what was going on. Um, mm -hmm. Our leadership sent us home and said, hey, take the rest of the day. And I remember. Uh, one of the things I do that is just cathartic for me is that when um, hard times are happening or things are going on, I clean. Yeah. So I remember going back. Um, we were in the midst of trying to build a home. We were in an apartment with kids, which is a whole other conversation we might want to have. Mm -hmm. um, I cleaned and I watched the television and I listened to the accounting of what was going on. And then the towers fell and it was just such a devastating day. And I think the thing that um, changed me was it wasn't that I didn't honor and acknowledge that life was important, but it really did cause you, when my wife got home, when our kids got home, it, it, it caused you to want to hug them a little bit tighter, mm -hmm. make sure that you knew, that they knew you loved them, mm -hmm. um, because you recognized that, that the world had changed in that moment. And yeah. everything that we would do from that point on needed to be different. Um, because we, at least in my lifetime and, and many of my friends and colleagues, um, had never experienced anything like that here. Yeah. So personal and having joined a firm who had lots of individuals who were in the New York area who experienced very real loss. Um, it becomes even closer when you know someone or you experience someone who was there. So yeah. it changed us all. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I, I, I myself, um, when it took place, I was uh, working at a elementary school as an instructional assistant so i was giving back to my community and you know the the news flashed across the screen and like literally the school kind of like went silent and like all the adults of course were like stunned and the kid kids didn't really understand what's going on but what they saw was america on fire yeah. that's what they saw and that's what they felt and that unease of security like transferred to everybody yeah. and i think that was the first time in my life that i was able to connect with anybody on something at a complete level whoa that just happened this is scary and here's why and and, and the whys were so um like so specific but yet so general because we've never had these problems, you know, it's, it's not something we faced in our lifetime where we're watching like, yes, we've had terrorist attack. Yes, we've had bad things happen. But like in this manner. Yeah. Like, no, no. So I, I definitely agree. It changed me. It changed my my concept of our need for security, um, why it's important for us to have boots on the ground in different locations, um, our presence to be felt, how a military power can be too big at the same time. Um, you know what I mean? Like there was a lot of thoughts that came with that. But then, you know, the, the biggest thing that I saw that came at, at, out of it was we we actually as a country came together for a little bit, like for for a little bit. I mean, I would even say a few days. Yeah. We was just America. Yeah. Was was that not trippy? Like for like we put everything down for a few days and we was just 
America. Isn't it funny what's possible in the midst of like real trauma, trials, yeah. trouble, struggle? Like that was as hard as it as it can get. And you're one hundred percent correct. There there wasn't any difference. It was that we were Americans and we had all experienced something. There was no um like in the world we play and there was no DEI conversation at that time. Yeah. Yeah. We were humans and we needed to come together. There wasn't the hashtag better together back then, but sure enough was the catalyst that helped, I think, lift some of that conversation. So to me, when people tell me what's not possible, I think, you know what it is. I just hope we get there without there having to be trauma. Trauma. I'm just just saying. If that if that wasn't the 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 greatest trauma bond that that you've ever experienced, then you know you don't know what trauma bond is outside of the fact that we lived through a pandemic. Um, but yes, yeah, like nine eleven, nine eleven to me was one of the most pivotal times in our in our history because it in it actually made war real for Americans who have been removed from it from a long time. You know, That's yeah. Right. That's right. So. So with that, and and I know like 9-11 tragedy, but I have a question. My question is, can we, can loss be a motivator? Now I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say it again. Mm -hmm. Can loss be a motivator? Mm -hmm. And I know that there's some terrible examples of losses where it can motivate you in terrible ways to motivate you to do terrible things. Like we'll stay away from those as much as we want to find intrinsic motivations that come out of loss, right? Right. Um, but first I wanna I wanna play around with the concept and I'm gonna throw this to you, CT, and I wanna hear your thoughts on on this, and then we're gonna go into how you can be motivated by loss. Okay. It is thought that the pain of losing is psychologically about twice as powerful as the pleasure of gaining. Hmm. People are more willing to take risks or behave dishonestly to avoid loss than to make gain. Hmm. So it's, it's see with that it's, I think it's safe to say that loss impacts us greater hmm. than gain. Mm-hmm. If, if if you follow me, right? I'm following you. I'm following you. So, okay. So, but, so go let ahead. me let me play let me play with that, right? So the 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 idea would suggest that um the thing mm-hmm. that I lost, mm-hmm. I, I had some connection to it. Mm-hmm. Like if if I lost your pen, I would have no feelings about it. But you losing your fish. I can feel for you, but I won't feel the same way you feel. So sometimes when we are attached to a thing mm-hmm. that we've created value in, mm-hmm. when it's no longer there, we feel it different. Yeah. And when we feel that thing different, it is much harder because it's possible, and maybe I'm getting ahead of us, it's possible mm. that there was a necessity for me to lose something so I could gain something else. That is true. I don't want to go too fast because I want yeah. to make sure I stay in the lane around this concept of loss. And so to the, yes. to the extent that I do believe that oftentimes loss hurts more because we place some form of value on it. 
whether it is money, whether it is a relationship, whether it is something that um, if my house caught on fire and I lost my home, albeit all of the things that can they can be replaced because I have insurance. There are some things that I'm connected to that I personally have an attachment to that if I lost it, I'd feel mm-hmm. some kind of way about right. it. And even if somebody replaced it with something similar, it's not what it was from its original design. So for me, I think when I think of loss, loss can be um, motivating. But in this instance, it doesn't feel good Yeah. when when I lose something, especially if I've created a value around it. Yeah. Okay. No, and, and, and I can agree with that. I definitely agree that we do place value on things which inherently would impact us more if we lost things mm-hmm. versus things that we have now gained and in some instances take for granted until we have lost them and then yeah. now they have additional value so yeah I, I can get with you on that so let's let's take it further right let's uh-huh. let's go ahead and step into today's topic which is can loss be a motivator yeah in my own experience i have found motivation in loss. Mm-hmm. So when this past June, when I lost, you know, when I lost my father, right, it motivated me to think more about my family in ways that I wasn't. It it made it very clear to me that relationships, of course, have have different values and that it was on me to foster those relationships and develop them and keep them healthy and whole. Um if that's what I wanted. And it wasn't about anything other than me wanting something. So experiencing what I saw my father have to go through made me know, like, I don't want that. I don't want that for me. I don't want that for anybody else. So I feel like it it lit a fire in me to get to get more in touch with my siblings and, and take down some of the guards and barriers that I had up to, to be more open and transparent about some of the issues that I may have had. Yeah. Um, but be inviting as well to let them in. So I, I, I see that. And then I, I, I would even say that, you know, I've, I've, you know, I am a single man. So I have gone through the rigors of gaining and winning in, in love. Right. Uh-huh. And there has been times that I have lost in love and it was the greatest motivator to be a better man. Right. Like I'm, uh, listen, I'm about to go out here and go do some things. Okay. You done. You done put some fire on my pyre and I'm about to go higher. And that's and that's kind of like how that works. So I want to I want to ask you, CT, about an, a time that you may have experienced some sort of loss. Yeah. And you were motivated out yeah. of it. Listen, I I find that um, one of the very best things that one can do as an exercise that is healthy is to give yourself permission to lose things or to somebody help you lose a thing. So I had this really amazing opportunity um, back several years ago to have lost my job. Mm. And what it provided was this amazing opportunity (laughs) to, um, yeah, the secrets of my life, right? To teach a hip hop fitness class. Yeah, And I taught six classes a week we had a 5.45 in the a.m. class called The Breakfast Club. We had a 12 o'clock class, which was Tuesdays, was Turn Up Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Like, we got it in. And if I had not lost that opportunity, it would have limited my ability 
to do what I think was one of the more critical transitions in my life and my career was to have the opportunity to instruct that class and to motivate others through exercise. And it motivated me. So to the extent that um, I lost that job, which gave me an opportunity to gain some new experiences. Um, man, listen, I I wouldn't trade that loss for the world. No, you know what? I'm with you. I'm with you. And and this this goes to some conversations I know we've had before where it's like, hey, you know what? If your cup is full, can't 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 nobody else pour into it. If right. your feet is stuck in the ground, can't nobody move you. You know, like uh if 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 you won't open your eyes, can't nobody show you the way. So yes, I definitely agree that there are times where we have to have certain experiences of loss in order to better appreciate the things that we've gained because of those losses. Yeah. And then knowing that it wasn't truly a loss, it was something that needed to be removed so you could gain. And, and, and I think sometimes me personally, that when you look at when there are a lot of people who, to your point, you said this earlier, there's a lot of people who more focus on what they lost rather than the face than the fact that there's now opportunity for you to gain things right so yeah. if my plate is a hundred percent full and i done went to the buffet line and stacked every single thing on there i have no more space yeah there's there's a brand new dish sitting right over here that i really want to add to my plate but i can't because my plate is full but you know what though if i lost a couple of these things on this plate i'd have an opportunity to be able to add something else and I, and I think people struggle with that. So CT, let me ask you, why do you think people, why do you think people treat loss in a negative way out? I, I mean, I, I know we touched on the value that we place in things, but like it's, you know, I hear that silver lining statement or, you know, there's, there's a good side to something. Why don't we understand inherently that there are benefits to loss? If I can answer it this way, and I do believe it was maybe two episodes back, but we introduced into our conversation. <laughs> Go ahead, hit me with No, no button. And sometimes the loss has loss comes because we don't know how to say no. Right, right, and so it becomes demotivating because something might come along that we really do want to do. We really want to add to our plate, but our if our plate is full. If we're not willing to lose something on the plate, because mm -hmm. we because we gave ourselves permission to say no, then 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 it can be demotivating for us. Yeah. And so some of the benefit of losing something is your ability to recognize that losing something is your choice. Yeah. is isn't yes. always something happening to you. It's yeah. something that you're choosing for you. And yes. if you're giving yourself permission to choose something for you because you've learned how to say no, you've now cleared space so that you can gain something else. I, I love it. I love that. No, you 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 really just struck on a chord that I really want uh, us to be able to kind of like uh, like expand on more. I know we'll probably bring this topic up again. But yeah. like while we at it, I just want to know, like, you know, your thoughts is perfect. You already know me and you can go on this all day. But I want to know what would grandma do? 
So y'all, if you've watched the episodes, you recognize <laughs> that this is one of our favorite times in this conversation, where as we get to the end, my grandmother, who is a beautiful and amazing 97 years young, 97. she would seen, send things to us, create acronyms. And so our acronym today in the context of our conversation is around the word loss. So if you want to think about loss as a motivator for you, grandma might say that that L is whenever you experience a loss, you've got to make sure that you are learning from it. Mm. And sometimes we learn most from it when we give ourselves permission to feel it. When we mm -hmm. don't ignore it, we don't push it back to the back files of our mind. When we don't say, mm, I'm not going to deal with it. When you confront it, you give yourself permission to learn from it, then you can, oh, observe how you are responding to it. Our actions matter. The stories mm -hmm. we tell ourselves are critical to help us get to a place where if the lesson that we learned, are we going to repeat that thing? Or is the lesson that we learned because we've observed it in the right way and our actions then changed? Um, sometimes we've got to know that if I'm going to do that, I know I can't do that by myself. Mm -hmm. That was good English right there. And, mm -hmm. and, and not doing it by myself now introduces that first S in loss. And that is we've got to know that we've got to get support from others. It is true we are better together. And sometimes yeah. when we're dealing with loss, especially when it hurts or we've created a value or ownership around it, while I'm learning about that thing and I'm giving myself permission to feel that thing and I'm observing what I'm going through in that thing, I got to bring somebody around me to support me. And when I've got somebody around me to support me, you know what happens? You find that last test and that's the strength, the strength to continue, the strength to know that in time, Things are going to be okay. I think there was a song that said, everything's going to be all right. Went on to say, let the music take control. But that's not what this uh, message is about. But to the extent, I would say that when we're dealing with how you motivate yourself, motivate yourself through loss, you've got to make sure that you're learning the lessons and you're feeling the things that are going on and you're observing in your mind what it is that I'm doing and what are the actions that are aligned and connected to it. And I got to know sometimes e, I'm going to need some support. I'm going to need you to that's be right. with me through it. Mm -hmm. And when you're with me through it, I find a special kind of strength. And when I find that strength in there, when I'm dealing with loss, I now can find that there's now something that I've gained. And the gain that I'm finding motivates me because I know I can keep on moving. Okay. You know, uh, you know what? Grandma laid it out again. Let's go. Hold on. Let me go ahead and see if I can do it. Let's go. Gotta give grandma some love. Thank you, CT. That was beautiful. So our word was loss, and the the L was to learn from it. And the thing that I really liked that you added to learn from it was to actually feel it, yeah. like take it in, right? Like there's a lot of times that people will learn something, but they learn it on the shallow aspect to where they don't really embed it into them so that it's, it becomes a part of them, right? Like it's just like, yeah, I learned it, but like you didn't retain it. So because you felt it, you actually can connect with it more deeply, which takes us to that, oh, which allows for you to truly be accountable and observe your actions. Yeah. The things that you're doing that are impacting your, the situations that you're in and being objective in looking at yourself and, and holding yourself accountable. And, and that's what you are learning from, right? You know, you're learning from holding yourself accountable and looking at your actions. And then that takes us to the fact that now that you know your actions, now that you know that there's something you need to learn from, 
you got to go to somebody else to 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 rattle that off right so you go get that support so like there's there's times that i come to you and i'm just i'm thinking about something and, and i bounce it off of you and you like oh yes yeah, so, so just give me that feedback so now not only did i learn from it, not only did i see that i learned from it and i'm able to develop new actions based on it now i got that support from you that 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 validates and solidifies yeah. my understanding right yeah. and then that takes me to now that i've validated it and now that i have a true understanding i can feel strong or i can be i can i can exude my strength to know in time everything is going to be all right Yo. because I'm, I, I'm you know what man look listen you be coming up with some stuff over there, man. I'm gonna have to come get you, man. You over there coming up with these literary things. I, I'm gonna need another grandma. I love my grandma who passed grandma, but I'm gonna need a grandma that do acronyms. I'm gonna I'm gonna find me a grandma that's gonna have me some stuff. She's gonna be sending me like little notes or kites. She's gonna be little birds like landing in on the mic and be like taking them off of their legs. Like grandma done said. Oh, no, be scared. There's a, there's, a, there's a good cousin group. They might they might not be excited about sharing it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So I want to take us into our final thoughts. I truly appreciate that. Um, so CT, let me go ahead and get your final thoughts for this uh, easy Monday motivation on this 9-11 uh you know memorial day as well as i just want to go ahead and throw out there today is national remember the library day guys if you haven't been to a library in a long time make sure you go the importance of books and research and accessibility is 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 one of the key things accessibility to education and materials and resources is, is very vital for people so let's not let's not forget how important libraries are so chris i'm gonna go ahead and turn over to you for your final thoughts yeah, last thought, man. Here, here's the idea, right? Everybody is going to experience loss at some point in time in their lives. I think the idea here is that you've got to embrace it. It's going to happen, just like change. Like it happens every single day. And when it happens, make sure you're learning from it, paying attention to what's happening inside of you and knowing that at the end of the day, you're going to be all right. Right. Sure. Especially if you surround yourself with positive, motivational people like you and I do with each other. At the mm -hmm. end of the day, even the hardest things that you go through, the loss of your father, right? You're going to experience some things that will pull you down, but make sure you have folks that are around you that can help pull you back up too. Yeah, no, that's, it's very powerful, very powerful. So um, I'm gonna go ahead and drop my final thoughts. My final thoughts, of course, uh, I mean, I, I can only, only allow to allow myself to kind of like double down on what you said. Like you, you're, you're dead, you're, you're spot on. You know, you, you have to learn how to deal with loss face it, get help, um, you know, and get support, the help that you need. Um, also, you know, the other thing that I like to just call out is that, you know, you can grow from everything you, you go through. That's right. So every, every bit of rain that drops on the ground feeds a seed. And then that, that seed turns into grass, that grass may feed something else. And, you know, it all has a purpose. And as long as you're working towards your purpose and being strong and resilient in it, like, Experiencing losses may hurt you, but they won't hinder you from getting where you're supposed to go. And those people who and those things that you lose, sometimes you're meant to lose them because they were things that would not allow for you to grow because you 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 believed in them or uh, they were a crutch, you know, that you believed in them too much or you leaned on them too much. They were a crutch. So with that said, uh, you already know it's easy Monday motivation. Your boy ECT every Monday, eight o'clock. Make sure you tune in, uh, which you can find us on Facebook. And with that, just chill until the next episode. Oh.
Peace. Have a good one. Have a good one, guys.